Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Craft Brute Sports. I'm Mike. Uh, back in the studio is our our main dude, Scott. What's up, man? How's vacation? Main. Let's not let's not overdo it. But thank you. The main dude thank is you. back. Uh, <laughs> vacation was awesome. Good to be back, man. Good, man. Thanks for the glad to have you. Joe held it down in your place. Joe, back behind the computers. What's up, man? How you feeling tonight? Olas. <laughs> and you guys did. You did hold it down. I was able to listen when, you know, the phone wasn't jacking When you had me reception? Yeah. Jackie, okay. Well, I, Does that flip the flag already? No. Is that a new No, record? no, no, because okay. I was actually talking about it doing that. I mean, it completely jacked me off of both the Wi-Fi and my connection. I don't know what was happening, but I was listening. I was able to listen in between, and you guys were holding it down. So good, good work. Well, we missed you, man. We're glad you're back. Uh, you ready to tap this keg of sports knowledge? Indubitably. All right, deal. Uh, we got an awesome show for you guys, jam-packed tonight. Tons to get to. We're going to talk a little uh, baseball and my hatred of the Cardinals. <gasps> yep. Now uh, we can get into that Same a little one. bit. I know. Crazy. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk NCAA being uh, on some junk right there. Uh, Staying on the junk. NFL making some hard knocks moves. There, there, There's some hard knocks news that, that's come out there. Uh, and then uh, NBA on some crazy stuff. <sighs> So much crazy stuff. Adam Silver yeah. trying to do some, on some really... On and off the court. Just craziness. Mm, that's a good point. Uh, but before we get to all that, let's do our Would You Rather for this week. So, Scott, now that you're back in-house, why don't you tell us about Would You Rather for this week? I, I feel like the man, the man who came up with it should uh, intro I think that's song. not a bad idea. Yeah, Joe, yeah, you yeah. want to intro can, this Would I can expand upon it, but this, Joe, this, this, was, this was your Joe's, brainchild. Yeah, Joe, Joe brought this to the crew in our pre-show chat, and, I mean, as soon as you said it, we were like, Dude, don't say anything. This it's, is such a good... I was like, it's Joe asking a baseball question. Go, 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 go. <laughs> Hit him with it. All right, so in today's MLB, it's basically what is more important. You have $400 million to spend. You're spending it on one ginormous, amazing bat. No, say the term. Say, say what you say, said. Say what you came up with, man. The dinger slingers. 
<laughs> or do you go with two? Does that flip the flag? <laughs> no, but that's so good. Dangers. Dangers. No, no, I know. I was joking. Like when Mike said, you know, does mine flip the flag? It's like, wait a minute. Is that freezing? Do, do we get dinged for that too? Go or, ahead. Or do you go with two $200 million pitchers? Unless you're talking about how Scott set up the poll where it was two two hundred dollar yeah, pitchers. <laughs> I had to co sign everybody else that was saying it. I thought I could get away with well that was just a post. I mean it wasn't necessarily me, but everybody started busting my balls. <laughs> they knew this idiot. Uh yeah, that was uh I laughed as soon as I saw that. <sighs> Norris part was I I looked beforehand, it didn't even register. I was just like, Yeah, oh, yeah, well, cool. yeah so we're I sitting there we're thinking, good. I'm like, everybody saw it. Yeah. Nobody questioned it. Yeah. So a $400 million dinger slinger or two $200 million aces. I feel like this is one of our easier would you rather questions, especially if you're a baseball fan, because the, the correct answer is two aces, hands down. Oh, man, I got to think about this one. <laughs> I saved my answer for the end of the show. I don't want to spoil No, you surprise. don't. Come on. You, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is easy. It's two, two $200 million. It's, a, it's a very now. easy. But, Joe, you posed the question. Now, did you pose this because you were thinking uh, you want a hitter? Yeah, yeah, that's correct. Um, the correct answer is DH over pitchers. Batters are way more important. And yes, they are muted because their takes are completely wrong. <laughs> yeah, dude, no, you're 100% right. Batters are so much more important than pitchers. Just ask the Angels uh, and Mike Trout. I, I would ask <laughs> his own team that went to the World Series a few years ago that didn't have anyone close to $400 million. And it was because of the starting pitching that they got there. Yeah, it's it's absolutely the the aces, especially if you have two aces on your staff. Right, think that's about what, that's what sells it because there's only about five aces left in major league. Well, baseball. and not only that, you get to the playoffs and you're You've in got a, two of them. Right, and they're gonna go twice in a seven game series. Your two aces are gonna go twice. That's four games where you have two aces going. Two Come on. Justin Verlander. That's crazy. That's it's such or, a slam dunk. Old Kershaw, non-playoff, but regular season the, Kershaw playing in the playoffs with Verlander? The only argument that could be made, I think, for the hitters is a, a $400 million dinger slinger is going to put – it's going to bring people to the stadium. People are going to want to come watch a roided-up dude jack home runs. Like that, that I will give you that. <laughs> but when you start losing, people are going to bail, and they're going to be like, why do we spend $400 or $400, $400 million on this guy to lose – 60 games. I don't pay attention to any of their fandom, so I wouldn't be able to tell you, but I bet you Phillies fans are grumbling right now. Mm. But gee, we signed a $400 million guy, and we're in the same exact place that we were in this time last year. Right. And we're five and a half games back. What what did we really pay for here? Was it really worth it? Yes, exactly. Uh, it, going through some of the, the comments here on Facebook Live, uh, and if you are listening on 12 Ounce Sports Radio, uh, we are live on Facebook, but you can also text the show 44037-DRUNK. Dr- drone <laughs> bailed. My voice just gave out on me. My voice was like, "Nope, you're not giving out that line." Four four zero thirty seven drunk. If you want to text the show, oh, uh, or you can yeah. chime in here on Facebook Live. So Robert Taylor sharing out the show. Top fan earning that badge. Thank you, Robert Taylor. Uh, Matt Barr. Uh, he says this is the easiest. Would you rather in decades? Uh, he's he's onto something. Yeah, I mean, because the first decade of the show we were tough. <laughs> the second decade, there, there's no way that you're you're getting away with this one not being an easy one. Loudbeard from Scout Team Radio loves the dinger dinger slinger line. So there you go, Joe. It, if, that, that was worth asking else, the question, yeah. no matter what. I didn't care what if the take. You was. could lose this one a hundred percent to nothing, but you got dinger slinger out into the world, and that is 
forever we're, we are forever in your debt for that one yeah the only problem is it's going to get picked up mainstream and i'm not going to get any credit <laughs> then you need to be on some you need to be on I, some tom brady and go go copyright <laughs> it. just go straight and just do it right now <laughs> yeah what a yeah. barstool you want to buy this get, name get, on, get on all the t-shirts and, and video evidence you'd be good to go let's put it on t-shirts right now let's print that you know what and print we're gonna, right now and we're gonna help help them out we'll put it in the show so we'll just start hashtagging everything the show slinger. is going to be called dinger slinger like yes, that's the right. name of and this episode we'll is dinger slingers. everything we start doing with dinger slinger and that way and nobody can say that they came up with it It'll be like check the history. robert taylor also says this is the easiest would you rather since girl mike versus girl scott and that's <laughs> <laughs> oh i like that one uh and scott says it's not that easy because pitchers break just ask the tigers how that went I guess that's true. Pitchers have, but the Tigers blew it. They made it to back-to-back World Series and didn't win one. Like, who's bl- who's to blame there? All right. Well, you guys make your voice heard. Facebook. Yeah, yeah but hit. But the hitters go every day. <laughs> but if you have two, and what the- if, what if what if pitchers doing amazing, and then all of a sudden, you know, they give up a one-run shot to the hitter. And you win one oh. nothing. <laughs> Matt Barr hit you. Win one the, nothing. <laughs> hit you with the hard one, man. Gotcha. Uh, are you going to blame your kids for when the Dinger Slayer t shirts don't ship one time, too? <laughs> As a sick burn, Matt. Sorry, man. <laughs> yes, he will. Uh, absolutely. It is, it is always the kids' fault. Should, should we talk about the beer? Get your votes in, uh, Facebook and on it's Twitter. Like the longest we spend on <laughs> It's a good question. Oh, it's a great I question, mean, but I'm like, you know when it's baseball related, you and I are going to take that. We're going to beat that horse. All day. We're going to beat that horse like crazy. But yes, let's talk about that beer. Scott, tell them about Dugout Mugs. Uh, dugout Mugs, guys. It's the best thing going. We're, we're sitting here drinking out of them. We wouldn't try to sell you on it if we didn't. But we've got a hookup for you. All you got to do is go to dugoutmugs.online slash craft, and you can get 10% off your entire order. That's all you got to do. No need to use a code. Don't have to type in anything. Just click the link, and then you'll get the 10% added off directly on your order. Uh, shout out to to uh, Pat Capel who ordered a couple dugout mugs this week. Oh yeah, uh, and they so, look good. Yeah, yeah, rocking his shirt, drinking from the dugout mug. Mm. The toppiest of the top the fans, man. right there. <laughs> the man. Uh, all right, let's talk about this beer, Scott. I'm going to let you tell us this beer because you brought this one back from vacation for us. You went bootlegger style, <laughs> drove this <laughs> one across, this <laughs> across state, state lines, lines. <laughs> uh, breaking the law to get this one here on the show. I so, didn't even <laughs> think about it. <laughs> totally illegal, and I'm cool with it. Never. <laughs> thought about that that yeah i guess i smuggled this one into the show um but yeah no i picked this one up because i was at a uh it, it weird i didn't tell you this for whatever reason i don't know if it was just the little section of maryland we were in or what but where i stayed with my at my buddy's house in all of the grocery stores in his surrounding area now he lives in clarksburg maryland and then another little like smaller area that has its own thing like being in norwood versus being in cincinnati but he <laughs> He, he where where he was the grocery stores none of them have b- beer and liquor inside the store oh or, is it like, like no wine like pa type situation where you can only buy it at certain places i i have no idea i just know that the two grocery stores because the one i went to the first time i thought okay well this is just you know harris teeter just doesn't do it fine whatever i'll go somewhere else next time i go to the next one at wegman's same thing i'm like there's not even beer and wine inside here where you get it all of them though are all in plazas where there's then a liquor store that sells both right there, <laughs> nice. both of them right nice. there. So I'm like, there must be some weird law with the grocery stores not being able to have it. But obviously, you know, the liquor people knowing, oh, that's cool. We'll just build yeah, ours just right here. We'll rent every available spot right next to a grocery store. Anyway, so I'm in there talking to the guy and wanting to find something. And there were two beers that I saw. Um, 
if I say the name of the one, I guess I'd flip the flag, right? Yeah. Oh, well, I don't care. Say it. Bitch Monkey. <laughs> uh, Bitch Monkey was the other option that I was going to bring back. And it was, but the only thing was we get it into April when we start to do our sour month. And dude told me, you don't want the sour sitting there if it's August. Going to be, yeah. April. August, oh, yeah. <laughs> well timed. Yep, flipping the flag. <laughs> for Bitch Monkey and for just general. I don't know. F-ray. Bitch is very, that's, that's borderline. Well, I feel and if like it's that's the name of a beer. What else am I supposed to do? B star 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 monkey. Fair enough. Like, anyway, so talking to the guy and he said, you know, you don't want to do the ale if it's going to sit there for or the sour because it's going to sit there for two months. So ended up getting this uh, special lady friend, hazy IPA. Told me I would love it, and it comes from Jailbreak Brewing Company in Laurel, Maryland. Seven percent ABV, and Mike noticed that there's zero ABUs on this. One. IBUs, yeah, no, IBUs. no IBUs. They they advertise no IBUs, which is crazy. And I know like IBU isn't a good. It's not a good indicator because it's a bitterness scale. It's not necessarily a hoppy scale, um, but it's very rare to see a, an IPA with no IBUs. That's kind of crazy. Counterintuitive. Uh, to, very. Uh, so I'm really interested to see how this one. I had first sip of this one. Whew, it is fruity. It is uh, hazy. It is. It is really good it's it's delicious and, and it, i love the big lebowski reference on this one yes that's, that's the best is well that, even and that was actually my wife pointed it out when she said oh you should get this one the name's funny but isn't that like the big lebowski thing and i'm like yeah. i believe that is she's like, you, i mean you should get that for this for those reasons alone but it, it's she's it, not my special lady she's my <laughs> fucking lady friend uh it describes itself as a purified expression of mosaic given that mosaic lupulin constitutes 50% of the dry hop by weight. But anyway, overripe pineapple, candied orange, and the fresh essence of blueberry dominate the nose white or while the palate experience melds into a plithy melange of tropical fruit. (laughs) They even wrote this like the Big Lebowski. Yeah, it's like it just goes on and on and whatnot. But yeah, this this company needs to hire Tavor to write there because this um, (laughs) when you put this in there, I was like, Oh God! I hope we don't read this. And then you read it, and I was like, "All right, this is what's happening." This I is specifically this is thought. I'm down. like, I gotta read this because it's so ridiculous. It's terrible. Uh, yeah, but anyways, initial tasting is delicious. Scott, initial thoughts? Amazing. I, I couldn't believe the smell. I knew alone was gonna sell it for me because you can smell the all of the fruit right when you open it. That's besides smelling the IPA. Um, and I just thought, oh well, if it holds up like that, we're good to go. Yeah. First sip. Kind of Everything. upset we only have six of these. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, what are your thoughts? So far, so good. Breaking it down fantastically, as always. Well done, Joe. Uh, we will see how this one holds up. I think you can pretty much all And that's why I'm going to say, you know, the, the more we do these IPAs and the more I'm learning about them and when we <clears> – <throat> I'm discovering the differences in between them. I, I'm thinking that the, the American IPA, the hazy IPA is – my favorite like the go-to style to do yeah. if i'm gonna do an idea yeah i think i would agree that that's up there the the new england style hazies yeah. are, are the way to go let's get an upper deck uh and upper deck as always brought to you by minuteman tickets look we love minuteman they're ohio guys sports fans they're not going to screw you over like other ticketing places no matter what you're looking for football baseball hockey theater rib cook-offs taco trucks whatever minuteman's got it all hit them up minutemantickets.com or give them a call 614-943-3000 and avoid all of the fees Tell me you heard about them right here on Craft Brood Sports. They will hook you up. Shout out to Scott, the soul owner. My man. My man. My man. All right. 
All right. Scott, lead us Enough. off. All right, money. Uh, Minnesota Vikings, they've done something that every sports team, franchise, whoever employs athletes should do across the board. Yesterday, they announced this. <laughs> All right, morning, Judd. From the office, actually. And uh, I'm here uh, in this chair to congratulate one set of people. That is obnoxious adult male, and you know who you are, and I mean male, Mike who at Vikings whoa, training whoa, camp whoa, whoa. year after what? year pushed his way to the front of the line as much as possible to get an autograph. You finally done it. You've gotten the reward you so justly deserved. That's right. You, that guy, as of 2019 training camp, Egan TCO Performance Center are no longer eligible to get an autograph from a Viking player. That's I read from the press crazy. release the Vikings put out today. That's so crazy. Yes. Day Fantastic. Regarding their training camp, their training uh, camp schedule. New in 2019, daily autograph sessions with Vikings players will be available for fans age 18 and under only and will take place full-on practice IDs? at approximately 4.30 on the TCO Stadium Concourse. The first 150 <laughs> like children in line will receive a wristband, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, you know what? I applaud you, Vikings. This is going to cause controversy. <laughs> Guy who used to push his way and push kids and try and get that Adrian Peterson autograph, Mike he's going to be upset. Well, he's no, going to no, call no, me no. up. But you did the you right thing. Push kids for balls. Not for autographs. <laughs> children. And you know what children shouldn't be? Pushed in line or be subjected to an adult who wants his football autographed because he's going to put it on eBay in 30 seconds. Hey, I get it. There's real <laughs> autograph collectors out there. You'll find your way. But for those of you who for years and years, and I saw you when I covered the Vikings for the Star Tribune and uh, 1500 ESPN and now Score North, I saw you trying to get in line and trying to make life hell for everybody else so you can dude, get your autograph. These... The Vikings have found a way to eliminate you. All right. Congratulations, let's stop the audio because this dude Autographs is... belong to the children, and now they're going to get them. Yes, to the and, and good for the, the Vikings to put this in place. To, Absolutely. To stop because, dude, I will walk downtown for lunch. And th there are people that camp out outside of the Renaissance Hotel, which is about these guys. Yeah, it's normally where like the baseball teams stay when they come into town. They Ugh. stay at the Renaissance, and there will be dudes like parked, like standing outside of the doors, waiting for players to come out. Like, I was like groupies, like groupies, Straight and they all groupies. have like binders that they're trying to get signed. And yeah, I've, I've seen guys like, "Who was that? Who who was that?" If you don't even know the guy who it is, don't ask for his autograph, please. Not, and they're That's not, super annoying. They're, they're not looking for just, "Hey, can you sign my hat?" Or, "Hey, no, sign this sheet of paper." Hey, bro, I've got to sign this whole I've stack got of stuff. eight things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, those guys, I there was a, a bunch of dudes that like sprinted down the street like a block <laughs> away because they saw somebody who looked like a baseball player come out of the hotel and they were like, is that boom, took off down the street, like looked like they were going to run people over. Oh, just this is, so this annoying. Is dude, this is Yankees fan out in San Diego not recognizing pictures. <laughs> right. <that he's> <laughs> uh, cool on the Vikings. I like that. I mean, autographs should be for kids. I get it. There's no. people that collect it. That's cool, but get it a, another way, not at a place where you're getting in front of the kids. Well, and again, it, it wouldn't be such a big deal if they were not only getting in the way of the kids, but asking for more than just your standard right. thing. If it was, hey, everybody's going to get one, and so there's no reason to do this. But these guys are trying to scam a system, basically, where right. they're getting free autographs and from profit. guys half their age. Yeah, and then just so they can flip That's it. the weird part. I mean, yeah, these dudes are like twenty something. Yeah, yeah. That's and they're, they're chasing them down the street, running That's after them like it's, it's weird, the, like it's the Beatles that just got out of a hotel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, can you sign this autograph book? And also, here's my panties. Then Wait, I got, what? And then I got to go home and look up who you are so that I can list all your stuff on eBay because I have no idea. 
Uh, all right, let's move on. Talk some NCAA. NCAA is on some bullshit this week. Uh, uh, this week. This lifetime. Well, even more this so. Existence. Because we thought the NCAA was turning a corner, and they were like, <laughs> we're going to put a That's commit- exactly what we get for giving them any type of exactly. credit. Exactly. <laughs> we should have we known better. The NCAA a couple weeks ago was like, we're going to put a committee together, and we're going to explore the possibility of players profiting off their own name and we were like oh shit does this mean EA sports is coming back here we go on them. here we Look go at this is coming great. into the 21st century even if they century. don't do anything at least they're looking into it they're well, trying well apparently the reason why they put those committees together was to figure out how <laughs> not to let players uh make money off themselves because this week the ncaa announced that california has a law that looks like it's going to be passed where players can profit off of their own name and like this where basically there are no rules in place. They can go ahead. Yeah, you can do that and keep your amateur status. Go ahead and make money off your own name. And the NCAA says, yeah, if that happens, we're just going to ban California teams from championships. <laughs> we we went through all the law books and got everything, and we found this one thing here's, that we can do. Here's how we keep them from doing that. You don't get to compete for championships. Go ahead. Go make your money. You ain't getting this, this trophy at all. Trophy cannot cross state lines into California. <laughs> on one side, on one one hand, uh, terrible for the NCAA to put this blocker in place. On the other hand, if that means USC can never compete for a national championship again, I'm kind of on board. I'm on board with I this. Knew, I don't mind this plan. I Big W. Yeah, Big like, W. That's all right. I knew <laughs> when I saw the California part, I was like, Mike is somehow going to invoke that he's okay with this. I don't because mind it. Loses. It's okay. It's all right. Uh, you know what? They shouldn't be doing that. If this was the state of Indiana, I'd be pissed. I'd be like, this is some bullshit. But it's California. So, oh, wait. Stanford can't get in. UCSC can't get in. That's, you know, it's actually also, a smart move. We also won't count, count any losses taken against any of the California teams by any of the no, teams. They, so no, they, no. They automatic, they're automatic Ws. Yep, that counts. <laughs> Give me that W against the USC every single year. Uh, the NCAA also... Uh, like, can we retroactively put this rule into place <laughs> and just strip all California teams of any title ever? I would say let's start in 2005, but we already got that win back, so I'm okay with that one. <laughs> yes. That's true. You didn't get that win back. Thank you, Reggie Bush. Uh, they also, the NCAA also announced this week that they're looking to add stricter transfer rules because, of course, they are. Uh, it's it's bad enough that guys want to go back and help their sick moms. Yeah, we got to put some stricter rules in place. Uh, you know. Was stricter than, hey, I think your mom with brain cancer is getting better, so you're not allowed to go there. What? You want to stay 105 miles away? Mm-mm-mm. Got to be 100. I uh, also need documentation that she's actually not improving right. before we let it happen. NCAA on their bullshit, as always. Extra shit. I can't wait for you to tell this story right now. I know. This you are, is going this to be... is, there are so many threads to follow in this one, and I'm okay, go for it. That's I'm just going to be ridiculous. Joe, get the timer ready. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you. Josh Hart is not a Lannister, and it's evidenced by this story. So, a little backstory who Josh Hart is, if you don't know, went to Villanova, helped them win one of the national championships that they recently won, and ended up getting drafted by the Lakers. This is all things that I learned as far as you know, his <laughs> Lakers career since the story started. Anyways. Uh, wanted, got it, had gotten on Twitter at some point, wanted to buy a Nintendo Switch, threw it out there. Some a fan messaged him and was like, hey, man, how much are you looking to spend? He's like, ah, 300 bucks. He, the dude's like, fine, uh, that, that'll work. And at, then Hart starts haggling with him. He's like, all right, it's used. How about 250 <laughs> Dude agrees because he's a Laker. He's like, all right, that's cool. That's fine. a professional basketball player haggling over a used Switch. Right, and, uh. and, and by 50 bucks. So then, you know, he, the, the guy's like, okay, well, I, I can't wait to meet you and do this in person for this exchange. 
heart's like, eh, actually, I need you to send it to me. Could you overnight it? I'll also I want you trying to get my autograph. Yeah, I, like, I can't get up there. It's too hard. It's too long of a drive. Just go ahead and do it. Dude's like, oh, man, that's a bummer. I was hoping to meet you. But whatever, I'll, I'll send you the money. And dude, heart's like, okay, I'll also throw in these tickets since I'm not able to do this. All right, cool. That's a fair exchange if you're not going to be able to meet him and get just a photo. Well, anyway... At that point, dude's like, sure, I'll take the tickets. They negotiate all the way down to $200 in the tickets. Venmo's the $200, gets gets the switch, everything works out. Both parties are happy, except for the part of the tickets. <laughs> they don't finalize the ticket on which games you're going to do, so they decide, eh, we'll get back with you on it, whatever. Starts messaging him, not getting any replies. Not any, Months go by. Finally, he does what every good American who can't who gets screwed by an athlete does takes to Twitter and just starts <laughs> tweeting all the evidence and getting people to retweet. And eventually, it makes his way back to Hardy. Finally, responds, "Hey man, what's up? Totally got you, right? Like we're gonna work on those tickets for this season, right? This is a season has now gone by. So he's like, okay, all right, dude, at least responds to me. They finally agree on getting this the tickets for a game this upcoming season, and this would now be two years removed from this whole thing by the time it was all, like, from nuts to bolts to the end, except for the fact that Josh Hart is now a member of the New Orleans Pelicans. <laughs> he got traded. And in the article, it stated, oh, man, this is great. Everything worked out, and this was just before Josh Hart got traded. So all of this, and they finally agree upon everything, and dude might now not legit be able to get him the tickets because he doesn't play for the it team better be, anymore. Hart better get him tickets for when the Pelicans come to L.A. That's the only solution here that and works. And fly him out. Right. Like, dude. No, when they come to L.A. Okay. We, oh, uh, oh, okay. New Orleans will play okay, gotcha. in L.A., so get him tickets to that game. Like, I, it I thought you were better happen. happen. Yeah. Well, I, he needs to do something. Okay, but if you're, like, he's not going to fly him out. He bought a switch off of somebody on Twitter. And haggled you switch. Haggled them he's down. He's not flying <laughs> anybody true. anywhere. That's true. He's going to wait until they come to him, and he's like, uh, listen, or man. maybe he'll haggle with him. He'll initially <laughs> agree to fly him out there, and he'll be like, Okay, well, what about just a one-way flight and you fly your way back? I'll get you a Greyhound. You want a Greyhound? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I looked in the price of an Uber. It's actually cheaper to just Uber you out here. How about that? Josh Hart, uh, douchebag. He's a douchebag for this. Yes, basically. Uh, let's go from a douchebag to a uh, ride or die. This, yeah. this, was, this was a damn good story. So Carey Price of the NHL, uh, he had a very heartwarming moment at the NHL Awards ceremony last week where he brought a fan up on stage, surprised him with tickets to the All-Star game next year, gave him a uh, uh, signed jersey. It was a very heartwarming thing. The kid was crying. It was Everybody's cheering. Well, what people didn't realize was that uh, Price, before the, the award ceremony, realized he didn't bring a pocket square with him. He got a suit. He was looking dapper, but no pocket square. He was like, I got to have a pocket square. Which I, I don't understand why that was necessary. You got to have a pocket square. Do you? Is yeah, you got you got to look good with a it, pocket square makes it, man. That I takes know. you that takes you but next it, level. I know, but it's also so intimidating because some people fold them all fancy and get, a, get them looking get, perfect. You got to get the, the triangle and it's got to be like yeah, yeah. fluffed and a little bit, like a couple little yeah, indents. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and I'm not good at that whole thing. So I just have nothing like, oh, you're man. just stuffing it in. You're just it's just a bulge in your pocket. I, I'm just not having one because I just that way I can't you can't see that I did it bad. It's here's just, where I just don't have one. Here's bro. where a pocket square is key. Hides your flask. Harder to see the flask That's bulge true. when you got a pocket square there. Well, anyways, Kerry Price did not do anything crazy with his uh, pocket square. Uh, instead, his wife, once she realized that he did not have a pocket square, did what a good wife would do. She went into her luggage, grabbed her black lace thong, folded it up 
popped it right in his pocket. So if you go back and look at the pictures of, of Carey Price giving this song thing, as a just boom, his wife's <laughs> panties right there in his uh, pocket. Uh, that's a good wife right that's there. That's a new trend. That's a good wife to be you like. start seeing dudes on the street with panties tucked in there <laughs> instead. It's like, nah, man, this is how the NHL, this is how we roll, baby. This is a new thing. I don't think I'm cool enough to pull off wearing my wife's panties as my pocket square. I've been intimidated by giggling. I've been intimidated by this whole pocket square the entire time when it was just a a, a cloth. You think I wouldn't be? Oh my god, about having panties just rolling. I would be giggling my ass off like anybody that comes up. This is my wife's panties. (laughs) (laughs) Are just sitting there? Just you see my pocket square? Hey man, you like this? You you like this pocket square? square? (laughs) I just got this one. You know, I like. I like to switch it up, make sure it matches my tie. Tip of the tip of the cap. I don't even know his wife's name. It wasn't in the story, which I feel is kind of weird that that's you're not sexist. even going to mention. Yeah, you're not even going to mention. Wife's the name is wife not a ma- does not matter. She Carrie just, Price's wife. Yeah, the, just, the, that is the only accomplishment she has in this life. <laughs> that's baller. I'm a big fan. Oh, of that. Good stuff. All right, moving on to something weird, but also extra ridiculous. Beer news, kind of. Yeah, very kind of. Uh, so Stella, the the type of beer they have, a very distinctive glassware. Every and, single one of their commercials features this the, special the glassware. Stella glass, and they, and they cut the foam off. Oh with the yeah, knife. you got to get the knife to yeah. cut the foam. And they're extra fancy because they got the you know fake gold rim, and they're just you know bougie. Something that you wouldn't have at any type of <laughs> outdoor. It's, it's macro, party. so it's like bougie, but it's like. They're Not. just Budweiser. Like, <laughs> I think they're, and I, they're Budweiser sure, more expensive. I'm pretty sure Stella is owned by AB InBev. Like, I don't. I, I thought that too. Think it's they're just a, a super. Like, this is our fancy Bud. <laughs> <laughs> so, so there's nothing about it that's lowbrow. Nothing that you'd say, hey, let's fill up the cups we've got here to play pong with Stella, because that's just not how they roll. <laughs> People that play Pong are buying Stella. Yeah, exactly. They're buying Natterdays. (laughs) Yeah, they're they're buying super cheap beer. Well, for whatever reason, Stella decided, hey, even though we're known for these fancy glasses, we're going to get into the cheap crap beer and cheap looking glass. Here's a red Stella cup. So it's a plastic, fancy style Stella glass. Made out of plastic (laughs) and red with a white rim. Looking like like, the red Stella cup. Yeah, like, What? That's who came up with the idea at the at the meeting, and then who's the guy who co-signed it and says this is what we're going? With? Johnson, you know what we're not getting? <laughs> we're not getting Stella Estella at uh, cookouts. It's just not happening. People aren't doing it. How do we get Stella at cookouts? Well, red solo cups. We're not putting our shit in red solo cups. What if we made a red solo cup look like a Stella cup? Genius. <laughs> Johnson, you're promoted. <laughs> you're taking my job. Congratulations. This is going to launch us into the next century in this mid-premium beer category that we dominate. They were giving away, like, six-packs of them, too. The first thousand people that accessed the website got a free six-pack of Stella Cups. Let's completely go off-brand with everything Right, exactly. For. I want them to do the commercial now where it's a guy in, like, a fancy bar. He orders a Stella. They fill it up. The bartender sets it down, and it's just the red Stella cup with the foam over pouring, and he cuts it with a knife and then hands him the red Stella cup. He's like, there you go, chief. I also need Kanye rapping in the background talking about how he misses the old Stella. (laughs) Need that to be the soundtrack while this commercial is going on. All right, let's get into our last story of Upper Deck. Next week is my favorite 
sporting event of the year. R. Hands down. R. Love it. I've been we, a huge fan of This is of this another event. one of the things that kind of brought the podcast together yes. was our found shared love of the hot dog co- yes. eating contest. Huge fan of the hot dog eating contest. Joey Chestnut going for win number, what, 11 in a row now? I watch it every 4th of July at work. It's my tradition. <laughs> every patriotic holiday that everybody's spending enjoying their Stellas at their barbecues this year. Just another day for me, but I will mark it with a Nathan's. Last year I got contest. my son and I was like, Jude, come here. Daddy wants to show you something. Come here. You sit down right here on my lap Make and you watch affair. these guys shove hot dogs down their face. Here is something get, that you aspire get, to. Get son. that tradition early. You know? <laughs> exactly. Get it in. We, we are going to do this every year me and you hot dog eating contest right now this is a family affair i don't care if you don't like me 20 years from now we will have these 15 minutes every year and we will get together and i'm like i'm pointing out people i'm like son that's eric badlands you would think you would think Badlands would be one who's going to take the crown. He's never close. Don't ever bet on Badlands. Giving him, giving him the amateur uh, Dave Chappelle <laughs> yeah. analyst intros. I was like, Badlands Booker may have the best introduction. He gets George to rap with him. It's bananas, but he's going to finish like dead last because he's garbage. His war is terrible. <laughs> he's below replacement level. Back in my day, we had Kobayashi. <laughs> It wasn't even won by an American son. You have no idea what you were born into. This time is the best time to be alive. And that year set back relations between the two countries almost irreplaceably. There was some other stuff in the 40s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, Anyways, uh, so anyways, New Jersey, uh, who is now allowed to bet on sports. It's legal in New Jersey now. Mm -hmm. They have come out this week and said that they are disallowing betting on the hot dog eating contest. You are not allowed to bet on Joey Chestnut to win his 11th or 12th or whatever title in a row now. So the people like me who would be super pumped to put down money on Joey Chestnut to win that mustard belt again cannot do it in New Jersey. It's not allowed. No reason given. New Jersey never said why that's the case. There's a lot of speculation out there that the reason why is because these are competitive eaters. It's not like the NBA where they're making millions of dollars and it would take a lot to try to fix a fight. It would take a lot of money. Whereas a competitive eater, it's like, hey, man, I'll give you ten grand if you just fuck up this under for me. Like, I, <laughs> And then people are like, yeah, all right, yeah, I'll only 34. That's great. Uh, oh, no, Joey Chestnut threw up. This is crazy. He's disqualified. Uh, oh, I guess to be on the take. Right? <laughs> he mysteriously only had one this year. But he made the most he's ever no, made in his Joey life. Joey Chestnut could win it. He could eat 76 and then puke, and he's disqualified. And then it's just a huge story. Uh, and you're, But you're not allowed to bet on it. I don't understand why that would be the case. Would you bet on the hot dog eating contest if you could? Yes. It's the one thing that I feel confident in. Not my own team. Just one man and his ability to devour hot dogs. Uh, this has been Upper Deck brought to you, as always, by Miniman Tickets and by hot dogs being sandwiches. <laughs> oh, you <laughs> motherfucker. Uh, Cheryl says, Luke's picking his nose and says, Dad, Daddy, he's not talking to me. Shout out to your son, please. Luke, hi, Luke. Uh, apparently, he's upset, too. Screaming, in, <laughs> right. screaming at the laptop. You're not listening, damn it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kyle uh, Loudbeard wants to know, is Joey Chestnut the greatest athlete of all time? Yes. He's up there. I mean, he's he's definitely the most dominant. I would say he's the most dominant. 
Yeah. Right? You take down a most uh, consistent. You take down a champ like Kobayashi and then win this many times in a row, you're definitely the most oh, dominant. Greatest American athlete ever to and, and face he's, the earth. He's only been competing Super with Super American. He's only been competing Marco. with himself the last few years at the end to set his own personal record again. Mm, Matt Stoney has been pushing him a little bit. Stop. No, he exactly. <laughs> I was going to say, he pushes him for the first five seconds <laughs> and then one it's over. Year. Matt Stoney pushed him one year and that was after Joey Chestnut had broken up with his fiance and was like kind of down. <laughs> that was the only reason. Hold on, hold that's on. what got me Cheryl, last year. Cheryl says, damn it, he missed it. Say hi to Luke again. <laughs> hi, Luke. Hi. <laughs> Hey, Dad, Daddy's saying hi. Please chill out. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, that's great. Great sound we got going <laughs> yes. on. I mean, I'm trying to keep the peace at my house, man. Yeah, you, I, I got you, man. Joe doesn't have kids. He doesn't get it. I hi, Luke. One more time. You. Thank uh, you. But anyway, so Joey Chestnut, uh, they, this was something Joe found this week. They are doing an ESPN 30 for 30 on yes. Joey Chestnut and Kobayashi, and that Bad rivalry. <laughs> yes, which I'm so pumped about. Absolutely. Joe put it best when he said this was the ESPN 30 for 30 I didn't know I needed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so jacked for that. Never in a million years would I think of that as being a subject if you were like, you know, bring me a list of things that you, you would, you know, your dream list of sporting events that you want a 30 for 30 done. Never would I, I think wouldn't that, have picked that. Yeah, yeah, and never I think it would even qualify as something that they would be like. Yeah, I mean, it's on our network, so why wouldn't we do right. thirty for yeah. thirty for it, uh, dude? Uh, so the the thing too is they teased it that there was a, a big battle outside of competitive eating too. So it wasn't just this like yeah, it was personal. Yeah, there was like yeah. a beef, which I remember Kobayashi got arrested the year that he was disqualified. He like tried to hop up on stage and he said yeah. he was just trying to congratulate Joey yeah. Chestnut. Now I'm wondering what really was going on. This is some uh, this is some real Floyd and Floyd and Connor. Yeah. This got real deep. <laughs> they were getting real personal. I feel it. like this is more Connor and Habib than it was Floyd and Connor. Like this was Maybe, yeah. This is like multinational, like horrible <laughs> shit said to people. Dude, look at the passage. <laughs> do it. Hi, Jordan. You got to do it. Hi, Jordan. Hey, Jordan. Hi. <laughs> hi, buddy. Oh, Jesus. Hi, Luke. Again. Hi, hi Luke and Jordan. There. Good God. Uh, all right. So on a scale of one to ten, how pumped are you for the Joey Chestnut Kobayashi 30 for 30? Mm. On a scale of one to OJ? OJ. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I that's how I do my thirty for thirties because that's at the, that's at the bar. Do you think it's gonna beat the OJ thirty for thirty? Beat it? No, but be in the same realm. Like this is going worldwide. This is gonna be shown in movie theaters, like the OJ documentary was. Yeah, that's how this is gonna be. Biggest thirty for thirty. Not. That's, okay. that's quite a stretch, but I love it. I'm so <laughs> pumped for this. When does that air, Joe? You were you were the one that found that one. I don't remember when you said it aired. Uh, Airs on the second at like eight o'clock, I think, on ESPN. Oh, so this week. Yep. Okay, it, it airs right, well, before, yeah, right the before the competition. Same, right, it's same it's night as Spider Man. Same day as Spider Man. How about that? Oh, there you go. It okay. was fate. <laughs> yeah, kismet. <laughs> uh, all right, well, look out. Be on the lookout for that, everybody. We will break that one down when we come back after the Fourth of July break. Uh, but Joe, I wanted to bring up with you the bare knuckle pay per view. Uh, you were not uh, available. But Joe and I got the bare knuckle pay per view last week. I was here with you in spirit. It was amazing. I, I, saw I am your hooked. I saw your response in the group, and I thought, <laughs> "Oh my god, did I miss the event of our lifetime?" No, it was like looking at it like objectively. 
it was pretty terrible. It's just like okay. dudes throwing haymakers, but uh, just the whole spectacle of it—the greatest spectacle ever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's it's hard to watch because the guys are kind of afraid to throw punches because ninety percent of them break their hands. Yeah. Okay, so that yeah. was my that was my question that I had when I thought about it afterwards because we've never discussed the dynamics of the sport, and I thought. Are guys really excited to get their hands in there? I mean, because you're hitting skull and that. No, yeah. And, I mean, they do have some tape. Like, their wrists well, are taped somewhat, and their hands are taped up to their knuckles. So, it's. I think they said an inch of knuckle has to – or an inch yeah. past the knuckle has to be even, exposed. Even then, though. I mean, you're talking so tape it's like, versus, like, right, boxing yeah, gloves right. that are padded. So, right. you have, like, padding from the middle of your hand to, like, a little bit below your wrist is okay. the padding. Um and then it's free everywhere. You're, the rest of your hand is open. But yeah, I mean, like the lower level guys would were swinging. They were swinging hard. Like the they're, trying to, they're trying to. Yeah. Well, like, they're trying to get up the ladder. But right, like, the, right. but like the two main event guys were like the Pauli Maggiani and Art, Art, Artem Lobov. Artem Lobov. Yeah. They were they were like kind of dancing around. It was they were boxing. Like, I was like, come they on, were I like, didn't want to. I didn't watch this for boxing. I want haymakers. Yeah, they were they say, were like you protecting want the guys to their get to careers. the middle of the ring, and grab each other by the jersey, <laughs> yes, and just, just start yeah, both exactly. punching each other until somebody. Falls I actually over. would prefer it if they wore shirts so that you can grab somebody by the shirt and just like bar fight them. <laughs> this is going to uh, be a <laughs> hockey style match. Yes, everybody pull the shirt over the head. Yeah, <laughs> in order to lose, you just have to fall down. There were some really good fights. There's a dude from Ohio. Julian Lane, who when he came out, he was fighting a guy that looked like Bill the Butcher. And at first, <laughs> Joe and I were on board with Bill the Butcher because he had a pretty sweet stash. And he came. <laughs> what song did he come out to? He came out to a, a legit. Was song. Is it really sweet yeah, stash? It was a pretty sweet stash. I mean, he was like skinny, like he looked like he was going to get his ass beat. But I was like, that's a cool. Like he looked like a Freddie Mercury type stash. I was on board with it. <laughs> But then Julian Lane comes out and he's got like the mask that you wear when you're cutting grass. Like they always have the, the dudes on the side of the road have the, the mask uh, cut that you wear cutting grass. He had a, a robe on covering his head. He took off the robe, head tattoo. And I was like, this dude's about to fuck Bill the Butcher up. This <laughs> hooked is- on a feeling. Hooked <laughs> on a feeling. That's what it was. Bill the Butcher. Uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, the whole fight I was like, ooga chaka, ooga, ooga, ooga chaka. <laughs> Uh, but Julian Lane's from Ohio, and as soon as we heard he's from Ohio, we were like, no, 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 we want this dude to kill this guy now. And he did. He won by decision. <laughs> it was a really good fight. I was a big fan of that one. So um, is, there, is there any blood? Ever? Oh, yeah, there's, there's some like good blood. Yeah, okay. dude's, got, dude's got cut. It wasn't as bad as Artem's last fight in Bare Knuckle. Like the, the one that hooked me into this was when I saw pictures of Artem's last fight where he was busted and swollen and looking gross, and the dude he beat was all gross. And I was like, we're about to see some dudes get really fucked up. And instead it was like, ooh, he's cut, and now the fight's over. Well, that's disappointing. <laughs> wanted him to keep punching him right there in that cut for a while. I wanted some momentum to get gathered before they just stopped it. <laughs> Robert Taylor says it was horrible. And, yes, I know there are a lot of uh, there are a lot of fight fans who really didn't like bare-knuckle boxing. It's not and, – and if you're a fan of the, the technical aspects of boxing or MMA – you will hate bare knuckle boxing because it's just dudes throwing haymakers. Whatever. Because one in punch same... in bare knuckle boxing could mean the difference. They're hanging out in the same club. We are the old exactly. hanging on to baseball. Type exactly. Thing, right. right. <laughs> we're we're a dying club of forty. So if that's the hill you want to die on, then you're going down with it. Yes, exactly. Uh, Loudbeard says he needs to get in on this bare knuckle thing. I've got him hyped, uh, dude. It's worth it. It's forty bucks for the pay per view, so it's not even like a crazy amount. Yeah. You get a decent amount of fights for it. Uh, I think the next one's August 10th, right? In Biloxi, Mississippi. Hmm. I don't even know who's fighting. Probably Arnold Lobov again because 
He's uh, it's the the birthday of Jordan. So yeah, uh, day so before yeah, Kieran's birthday, big, big celebration. <laughs> right, they <laughs> can celebrate in between their birthdays. Come together as one family and watch bare knuckle dudes. boxing to celebrate uh, the birth. of Another our family tradition. <laughs> <laughs> Son's getting hit for this. July's got hot dog eating. August has bare knuckle ass beating. <laughs> Which they should call it. They shouldn't call it Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship. They should call it Bare Knuckle Ass Beating is what it should be. It would promo so much better. <laughs> the other fight, the other, my other favorite well, fight. Yeah, you'd get people clicking and buying something right? for something they don't get. <laughs> we, we did decide. So there were a couple of things that Joe and I decided. Number one, uh, we hate that they keep saying coming to the squared circle because their ring is a circle. They kept saying, making his way to the squared circle. It's like, no, it's a circle circle. You are in a circle. You can't call this a squared circle. This is a circled square, maybe, but it's not a squared circle, uh, which drove me crazy. And then the other thing was their tagline is all wrong. Uh, they, they would say knuckle up was what they'd tell these guys. You had to toe the line and then they said knuckle it's up. Like, let's get ready to rumble yeah. or like oh. fighters in your stance. Yes. So they'd go knuckle up. And why they are not saying it's time to go knuckles deep. I will never know because that needs to be how they start every single fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So while praising it and celebrating its glory, we do have some things that you can improve on. They can do better. It's early. This was only number yeah. six. They got plenty of room to grow. Oh. Hook us up, Bare Knuckle FC. Let's talk. We They're going to grow into this career. Yeah. You got to go. Knuckle deep would be hands down oh, the way to, to pitch this. Uh, best nickname of the night, Joe. Uh, Mexicutioner, right? Mexicutioner has to be. Oh, the, yeah. He was, had the best name. He, he was the Mexicutioner. He didn't put his first name or his last name. He was just known as the Mexicutioner. <laughs> he fought a dude that looked like he was 50 years old. Like, just his wife just left him and he was like, screw it. I'm just going to go fight somebody. <laughs> like, For real. And then he got hit once and then he was like, okay, I'm done. He like legitimately <laughs> like out, almost out. tapped out. He just like started to cover up. He's like, oh wow, this hurts. I am so mad I wasn't available. For Dude, this. it's so good. Uh, August this sounds 10th, like the most fun to ever miss. It was, and so we had this huge, it was so much fun to watch it. And then it got to the Artem and Polly fight and it was such a letdown because they, like Polly tried to box, and I'm like, no, just throw haymakers. That's yeah, all we're I mean, here to see. It, like we said, like there was the people in the lower cards who were like, I need to do this. I love doing this. There was a guy that this was his sixth time on it. Like he's fought in all <laughs> six of them. And then you could tell there were the other fighters that were there to get paid and just have their <laughs> right. name get out. And then we we're like protecting their careers. They're dropping their mixtape. They were like protecting their careers. And would just be like, uh. hey, y'all, you can also find me on this volume, too. SoundCloud coming out soon. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to be down at the mall next week. We can do this again. Holla. We can do this in your backyard, man. I'll do it wherever. I don't care. I think I always shot a hypno because that one got me. That was a that was a deep laugh right there. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a laugh track. That's laugh track worthy. Laugh track worthy for sure. Uh, Bare Knuckle FC did not disappoint. I I know people were somewhat upset by, it, but man, it's so good. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's switch gears here. Let's do our our uh, jackass motherfucker of the week. Whatever. We're gonna switch this up a little bit. Maybe not this week, but we'll cuck of the week for this week, Joe. Lead us off. So I'm going to change from mine that's in here because there was a new story that just broke, and I think it is nice. overpowering. <laughs> Two things about Jamie, that hypno. LeBron James. LeBron James decided that, one, 
he's going to be changing his number this year. I saw that. I did so that, that everybody that bought a 23 jersey last year Suckers! now stands for Anthony Davis, and they'll probably buy his number six or nine Just scrape jersey. off the letters, right, and put Davis, Davis on there? Tape it like all the Browns quarterbacks <laughs> <You're right. laughs> to ever wear it. The second is this guy. This is, this is the most egregious one. Is going to be bringing oh. back his <laughs> chalk toss that he quit doing. Uh, hold on a second. And he only did in Cleveland uh, uh, before he left to Miami. And now he's going to bring it back in L.A. Mm. I didn't realize that he had stopped doing it. He stopped yeah, doing he it. Stopped he it. took on like the villain role when he went to yeah, Miami. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, he like went his first game in Miami. He faked doing it and hasn't done it since he left Cleveland the first time. Didn't do it when he was in Cleveland again. And now he's going to bring it back in L.A. Oh, that's a dick move, man. That's a dick move. Thank you for the championship, but goodbye. <laughs> you, sir, are dead to me. Seriously. <laughs> Fuck you very much. <laughs> that's dead to me. That's an asshole move, man. And LeBron has really been applauded for his, in his career for being the nice guy and doing the right thing and and never stooping to the level. Like people saying, yeah, he, he's except for the whole decision thing. That was kind of vilified. It it was, but I mean, there are people who could defend it outright and say, yeah, well, he was doing it for charity and kind of like that. It's Jim Gray's fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But um, so for him to just straight up pull the dick move, like, wow. Yeah. That's a bold career turn right there. Very bold. Time to go heal again. Would you give up your number for somebody? Like, if you had your number. if I, Especially if I was LeBron who thought I was the greatest ever and had surprised Jordan. No, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Well, you that's can't thing, make like, that claim. If he wanted Anthony Davis to come in the first place when he first got there, wouldn't he have picked a different number anyways? Right. Exactly. That's yeah. It's but crazy. jersey sales. <laughs> well, and that's how much of that cut does he get? He's uh, got to get a decent cut. Uh, he's it, right? he's no probably doubt. he's yeah. probably made it to where he gets seventy five percent, knowing him. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'd change my jersey number every year. I, wait, every year. Let's say. Hey, tonight we're having a new. new- <laughs> <laughs> hey y'all, I- I'm playing for with it for a week. <laughs> the sales are where? All right, they're peaking. It's time to change. Let's say this team uh, to number seventy two. As as, mu- <laughs> as much as Scott would hate it, let's say the Lakers now go balls deep and start winning like crazy championships, and everybody points to LeBron bringing AD oh, to the God. team as the reason why. The no, no, but they decide the Lakers decide to retire his jersey in LA for. For turning around the franchise, and he pulls the Kobe with. Does he get numbers. two? Does he get them both retired? Twenty three and whatever. No, no. He only he's only used it for one year, and he only played half the year. I don't think it's matter. LeBron gets what he wants. If LeBron's like, I want both numbers. First retired, off, they'd be I like, don't yeah, yeah. think the Lakers will ever retire. No, they're not going to. This is all purely hypothetical, and it's a stretch hey, what to do you say mean? that Lakers retire. They're one of those franchises that retire anybody's number. <laughs> uh, top fan Robert Taylor chimes in and says Kevin Kitesman is his. Uh, motherfucker of the week, uh, chump of the week, whatever. Uh, that's the dude from Kansas City Radio that brought Andy ah, Reid's dad or yeah. Andy Reid's son into the conversation. Made it personal. That dude's a complete asshole. Mm, yeah. uh, my motherfucker of the week this week is Cardinals fans, <laughs> because this week uh, Albert Pujols came back to St. Louis. It's a big deal. Uh, this was likely his last time playing in Bush Stadium. And Cardinals fans gave him a, a very nice ovation. And then every time he came up to the plate, they cheered for him. I'm fine with all of that. Where I draw the line was in the bottom or the top of the ninth inning. Bases loaded. The Cardinals down by two. And the entire stadium starts chanting Albert Pujols' name as he's at the plate with these bases. It's like, dude, you're cheering 
for your team to go down by six at this point. Like you want to see Pujols hit a grand slam home run and put your team down by six. You are putting a guy who's not on your team anymore above the team. You are paying money to see you're a bunch of fucks. I'm out. You're douchebags. But they're they're a franchise that can afford to maybe throw away a win here, there, and still know that they're uh, in, in playoff position, that there's 162 games, and if just one maybe gets thrown in honor of a guy that they, they love and adored and who gave them those championships, I, I mean, I figure that they can afford to throw it and, and not really care. That's I get it why Cincinnati fan. That's a good point. Cincinnati yep. fan I'm, I'm, I got like, how, how dare you? I got you cannot a, give you, away wins. Y'all right. are some motherfuckers. You're right. I so, got a totally different perspective on this one, and that was your ace in the hole that you've been waiting on this whole week, wasn't it? Yep. You son of a bitch. That's a tough one to overcome. <laughs> I, yep, yep, I even yep. had you set up because as soon as I knew you were going first to say it, I was like, well, that plays right in. Well, I did that because I knew who your motherfucker of the week is. Yes. Go ahead with your motherfucker of the week. You. <laughs> I mean, and generally Reds fans, but you for not, you know, for, for not being able to understand what it's like to have a player of that magnitude do that. No, and I, for so I long, get that. I understand that Albert Pujols means so much to the team and the organization. And, and he was the face of the franchise for that many years. You give him his ovation. Everybody stands up at his first at bat. Welcome back to the stadium. Now, fuck you. You're on the other team. I'm done with you. Like that's, that's how that should be. That's how it should be. And you can, okay, he gets a hit. Nice that, hit. Hey, now Good that I job. think about it, they were the, they're the road team. So they probably even figured, eh, even if Pujols does this right here, we still come up in the bottom of the inning and win this game. Now you're down by six at that point. No, no. They, they had confidence in their team. Oh, see another Reds thing. Yeah. 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 Where I'm like, <laughs> oh, we're saying. down by six. We yeah. lost. This yeah. one's over. Yeah. No, no, no. They're thinking, hey, Pujols can do this. It'll cost us the runs. Our offense will pick everything up and we can have our cake and eat it too. Cause we are that team. Mm, I mean, you Reds make... fans are like, no, I get it. That game is over at that point, and we I, just screwed the. Pitch. I'm already pissed down two in the ninth inning. That's already a. <laughs> this is a lost cause. We're not getting. Wait a second. Vado's not coming up. Winger's not coming. This one's over. Go home. Turn it off. It's over. We're down two in the bottom of the ninth. This one's done. Uh, that's it. I mean, you make a valid point there that uh, that yeah. I should be the motherfucker of the week for that one. Yeah, but it, just anybody who fits in that category who's who's bitter about seeing that type of stuff. It's not and even then, well, that then type of bring stuff. Bring up the the Piscotti thing with ah the metal dick guy Stephen Piscotti, <laughs> Dick in the beer, the old Dick in the beer, <laughs> Dick in the beer Piscotti. He got a, a nice ovation as well. He's with Oakland, and this was his. I think this might have been his, his first, first game back, back. Yeah. Uh, to Bush since the. They traded him. He requested a trade to be close to his mom, and the NCAA was not there to block it, <laughs> so they let the trade go through. <laughs> no, that, that, and it's in California? No way. Ooh, that's, maybe that's why they did it. They were like, no, go ahead, because you can't play for a championship anyways. Go ahead, tra transfer. We don't give a shit. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, they gave Piscotti a, a great ovation as well. Again, I don't have a problem with giving a player like that an ovation. I have no problem with that. My problem is the bottom of the nine or the top of the ninth <laughs> cheering for an opposing player to hit a grand slam home run against your team. If I'm a Cardinals player, I will say, you know what I will say before you get into that, your point, which is good. Um, it, it, the difference is if Piscotti, if this had happened for Piscotti first and they did the same thing that they had done for pool holes and then did it, it's because they're flip flopped. I would say that it would be more egregious because I'm like, whoa. 
Piscotti's not legendary <laughs> enough. Like I get the circumstances right, were right. A, a personal, and you you felt for the guy, but Pujols did way more. So right. you can't give those two the same treatment. <laughs> that would be ridiculous. But when it happened with Piscotti second, I was like, eh, well, I mean, you know, they didn't they didn't also cheer for him in said situation. But then again, maybe he never found himself. No, in I don't situation. think Piscotti ever had the chance yeah. at that point. He was just like they were just like, hey, it's that guy. Remember the guy that made the metal dicks for beers? <laughs> He's back. Hey, good for you, that man. How's your before. mother doing? Good. Okay, good. Glad to hear that. Oh, she passed away. I'm sorry. That's awful. Uh, I didn't even mean to make that joke. That was terrible. I, didn't, I really didn't mean. As I was saying it, I was like, oh, wait, I think his mom passed away. Son of a bitch. Stop talking, Mike. Stop talking. It's too late. It's out there. <laughs> All right. So on the heels of Mike saying, oh, we already lost down in the ninth <laughs> inning, whether it's one run, two runs. Whoever's coming up to bat. The Reds are tied. I'm like, we lost this. It's done. Because we're not going to score, and then we're going to lose it in the 10. Fuck this team. Even if we hold up one more, it'll just go blow to the next. And there's a reason why my shirt says, this team makes me drink. I have a plan to save baseball in the uh, ninth inning. I am so excited. Dude presented this. a would you rather and is now going to drop truth bombs on a house. I'm so save excited. Save the league that yes, he doesn't I care about. I am so excited this is for gonna this. Okay. Okay. Ninth inning. It's not the golden. It's not the golden at bat where you get to pick the people that come up. Yeah, yeah. But what if in the outfield, certain spots in the outfield, you had retractable turf? <laughs> pops up the little tunnel things. You know where you used to play the flipper baseball, where it counts as like a home run <laughs> or a double if you hit it into those certain spots. Outfielders have to be wary of those holes so they don't fall in, and they could just, you know, let it go in if it's supposed to be a single and it's supposed to be a triple. But in that ninth inning, the retractable turf in the outfield pops up, and you could hit a home run if it's just like a little bloop shot into the outfield. Get better at batting baseball. Hit your spots. I really (laughs) thought when Joe first mentioned this in the pre show chat, I was like, Joe's got a brilliant idea. I cannot <laughs> wait to hear this. this. And then he busted out retractable turf like the flipper baseball game. Yeah, where you get the little holes and you could hit it and it counts as a home run for like a little bloop shot. Yeah, that's amazing. So and advocating for them to get more accurate it's with their It's only hits. the ninth inning. And that, that eliminates the, oh, we don't have our big guys coming up in the bottom of the ninth. If, if we automatically really, lost it. If this guy's just now, really good at aiming, we now, know we got a shot. Now, we it's tie just, this thing. now it's just just hit a spot, and you could hit a home run on a little bloop shot. You I know? find it interesting that the, the one guy on this show who is all about Eliminate the pitchers, get a DH who can <laughs> smack dingers all Correct. day long Correct. is the one who's like, just get a little slap single that rolls into a <laughs> hole in the outfield. More scoring. <laughs> more scoring. Is this all time? Like, is this all the time? These, these... Every ninth inning. Oh, it's just the ninth inning. Oh, Every ninth inning. Okay, see, so I thought he, he was say, suggesting no, that. No, no, just, game that's why it's itself. retractable. Because oh. it, no, not, for all the other okay, well, it's covered. Kind of changes and it evens out so you don't, you know, don't. It's you know kind of plays like that outfield in Houston with the little ramp in the back thing. You know you got to worry about the big old hole in the ninth inning, but like if you're good enough, just hit it. <laughs> Again, never a strategy that they were actually trying to employ. Uh, Thoughts, man. <laughs> uh, Frankie chiming in saying that's some rock and jock shit right there, Joe. Which it is. That does it seem is very totally rock and rock jock. and jock hitting that four pointer. 
Uh, <laughs> Everybody just starts wearing cargo shorts in their jersey, flips the hat backwards. It gets real <laughs> casual, like Rock and Jock in the ninth inning. We're not just doing Rock and Jock rules. We're making a Rock and Jock '90s style. Somebody's wearing jean cutoffs, you know. All of a sudden, Jaw rules in the lineup. It's like, where the fuck did he come from? <laughs> it's just it's Rock and Jock, baby. Rock and Jock '90s. <laughs> um, I don't like it, Joe. I I don't think that's what saves baseball. Um, no. it's a good. It's a good. <laughs> uh, why are you gonna mute my mic because i dissent you're wrong <laughs> in fairness to you i normally am wrong about everything so maybe this is the plan to save baseball because if i'm against it it probably has legs that's a no for me dog <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> whatever <laughs> It just be on the wrong side of history. I mean, it's funny. stay with your old white men. No, no, I know, but baseball it's, of it's funny to they sit here. Play and like, the no, nine I'm innings g- this way. <laughs> Can't change it. It's not even that. I'm okay with baseball changing. I'm just not okay with trap doors in the outfield <laughs> that all of a sudden count for a home run. I'm not changing it for just what for happens an if it, game. it does it count if it rolls in? Is that a home run? As long as it goes down in the hole. Mm. Hmm, this is, I mean. Like cornhole, you could slide it up in there. What happens What if, if the player falls in, is he now out for the rest of the game? I mean, if he's hurt. No, no, no like they just, if a guy trips and oh, goes in there. it's not that big of a hole. I'm saying, you know, it's not that big of a hole to I'm wear a I'm thinking like person. gigantic squares that you so, have to like So, what, so what like brought this up is like top golf, where you can hit it and you score, you know, uh, okay, but it's, it's baseball okay. style and the little top flipper. Baseball. Yeah, okay, yeah, I, I guess yeah, that kind yeah. of changed. But it's not that big of a hole. I'm talking, you know. See, I'm thinking That's like, what I thought too. Big, big huge section, squares. No, sections right. of the field. No, right. then it makes it too easy. <laughs> and and if you're if you're in the outfield, right? And you, let's say the ball goes and it misses the hole and you go to throw it and you accidentally skip it into the hole, then it's a minus for whatever the positive is for the batting team. Either it's a minus for them or the batting team automatically gets it because you this are dumb. This gotten super complicated. <laughs> Consequences. <laughs> it's a minus for the plus that would have plused exactly. in the minus area. Yeah, you guys are getting it. I'm out, I, that Scorecard it. keeping would would be so oh, fun. Oh, man. <laughs> that would be really fun to see the old guys right? trying to keep score when they're like, <laughs> home run, fly ball to left. <laughs> center i got red going this way blue going then you get that way. new set of how precise are they with their hits <laughs> i mean accuracy in a hitting like that like being able to direct your hits no matter what, that is a skill that you know you guys are drafted DH. based on so. you gotta you gotta have that you gotta have accuracy especially with the shift like it's very important to be able to hit the ball wherever you want <laughs> Not necessarily be into a hole in the outfield. Yeah. <laughs> be better than 30% at 50% of your job. Okay? That's all I'm saying. Be better than 30% at 50% of your job. 15% good at your job is not that great. That's that's his plan to save baseball. <laughs> be better at your job by doing this quirky shit. 30% at 50%. I'm sick of you slackers, so get on the ball. <sighs> all right. Joe, I love it. Um, I'm in. I, you've sold me. I like this plan. <laughs> I, as I'm, I'm getting 
Yes, you deserve yourself an air horn for that one. Uh, I think the entire game should just be played as the paddle baseball. That should be it now. It should just be they come out to the field and just play paddle baseball, and that's the whole game. Now battle baseball. Battle baseball would be pretty sweet. (laughs) To play some battle baseball instead of paddle baseball, I'd be on board with that Or just basketball. Ooh. Let's go from basketball to basketball uh, because the NBA, they are not afraid. Segway. (laughs) They are not afraid of old white guys and doing things exactly how it's been done forever because they were talking this week about shortening the season. The NBA season 82 games, they are talking about shortening it and adding a mid-season tournament for some reason. Like they said, a cup-style tournament, So, which drives me crazy because it's like, oh, okay, so it's pointless. It's exhibition games. Great, great. So great. no superstars are going to play in this because nobody wants to get hurt in the NBA Cup in the middle of the season. Great. You're giving Fantastic. the games to have an active reason to tune out. Yeah, the only thing that would be good about that is if there's something on the line where it's like, hey, you win this, you are guaranteed a spot in the playoffs. Yeah. Then, the, okay, now it's something to watch, something to play for. But if it's just like, hey, by the way, we're just going to take a break and we're going to have this it's tournament. Games. <laughs> and at the end of it, you get a cup and uh, back to the season after that. <laughs> like every superstar is going to be like, cool, so I'm on vacation then? Okay, peace out. Enjoy these G League games that you guys have in the middle of the season because nobody gives you guys a shit. trying to get run. They'll be happy to play in those games. So, so what they proposed is when you win, you are guaranteed a spot in the playoffs. Doesn't matter what. You can't, oh, I missed like, that. I if, was making the if joke you, that if that you would didn't, be the only thing yeah, that right. no. I didn't realize okay. that that was on the table. Yeah, like if let's say you weren't going to make it, you would automatically be guaranteed that eighth spot. So let's say you are the worst team in the league, but you win this tournament, you are guaranteed that eighth spot. I'm okay with this then. Now I'm on board with yeah, it because if you're locking for. up a playoff spot, then cool. This is a, a and, good thing. And what this turns into from that 16-team ter- or from that tournament goes into – seeding playoffs one through 16 of best teams in the league Ooh, you get so now we're not talking east versus west we're in just that talking in that 16. mid in that mid-season tournament all teams are ranked one it's not an east versus west and east west finals it's every team in that mid-season cup is one to 32 see but i want the playoffs to be that way i want the playoffs to be yeah one well you're not going to get that in the playoffs but they travel, should but. they yeah. should do that. not for but a, but a this is going to give the fans and the people like here, we have this midseason tournament. We rank them one to thirty-two, and whoever wins gets guaranteed a playoff spot. I mean, I like the playoff spot idea. Uh, I think that's the only thing that really saves this. But I yeah. don't like. I just feel like a midseason tournament is something that we've all seen what the NBA All Star Game is, and this would just be a lot of NBA All Star Game type games where it's just nobody playing defense. It ends up being 160 to 150. Cause everybody's just like, all right, just do it. Fuck it. Cool. All <laughs> okay. right. All right. But let's Give be real here. Like there, are, be there will probably be contract <laughs> incentives with these, with this tournament, there's going to be contract incentives. So they'll be playing for their own money. So too. how does that play into the current contracts that are already in place? Uh, because you can't then restructure every contract that's in place and be like, okay, but wait, now we got to change your incentive package to include. It'll yeah. probably be like if your contract didn't have it, the NBA will grant the team so much money to distribute between players. Mm, I don't like it. It's getting so complicated. <laughs> I don't like, I don't like yeah. the, Dude, the NBA contract it, anyways is super complicated. Like right. every time they're talking about oh, the – the Lakers, they signed Anthony Davis three days too early. They made the trade three days too early, so now they don't have a max spot available. And 
Now they got to unload three guys oh. to the Wizards in order to get that max <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Everybody's going to play for the Lakers. I said that last week. That's what's going to happen. Everybody's going to sign with the Lakers. Why is there all these rules? Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I deserved it. Uh, so you're not on board with the, the midseason cup? No. It just it it makes it unnecessarily complicated, and it it has the potential to be bad based on either that where guys aren't you know incentivized to play because it doesn't mean anything, or they are, and it's just. It's what if you're the shittiest dynamics. team in the league? You're ranked thirty second, and you somehow win this cup, and you get the eight seed in your team's playoffs. How awful do you feel if you were the team that would have been the eight seed, but instead it's like the Cavs are playing in that spot. It's like, what the fuck is this bullshit? (laughs) I'd be pissed, man. Well, that's the thing. Like you're going to play your starters then, right? You don't want to be one of those teams that are on the cusp. Like, and then you get bumped out. But so I feel the like, stars are going to play. So I feel like the, the teams that are going to make the playoffs, your golden States, your rockets, the, your, Philadelphia 76ers, the Bucks, they're not going to play the because they are going to get in the playoffs until they, they get really fined. Why would they, <laughs> wait, now we're talking about finding these teams for sitting starters. I'm for just the saying, tournament? like, I'm just thinking, like, there has to be some repercussion, right? It's it's a tournament, so there has to be something to where it's like, no, you just can't sit out for load management. <laughs> they do, and they just disguise they do it, it anyways, else. right? It's yeah. like, oh, sorry, Giannis. Twisted his ankle. Okay, yeah, then, so. then you're then you could possibly be forfeiting your playoff spot. But you're not going. That's what I'm saying. Like the teams that are going to make the playoffs aren't going to forfeit their playoff spot because even if they don't win this tournament, they're not the ones battling. It's going to be the bubble teams and below that are playing this tournament hard, and everybody else is going to be like, "Meh, we're going to win. We're going to get in." Like I'm not worried about this, right? Yeah. Am I crazy? In, in Until this maybe spot? one of your stars gets hurt and you. Cascade like the Lakers did, and, mm, and you're out. On the once-off chance that it happens, I mean, just just throwing it out there. I w- I think what they should do in the NBA is instead of shortening the season, they should have retractable floors, <laughs> and then <laughs> if you shoot it into that <laughs> hole, it, into it counts hole. as three. Well, they would just have the baskets that would move, <laughs> oh, or yes. at a four-point no, spot. I was just yes. gonna say, screw it. You you know, I've always talked about this. Just NBA Jam tournament edition. <laughs> you hit that hot spot on the floor, and all of a sudden, oh, well, I just hit an eight-pointer. Oh, wait a second. Frankie just hit the nail on the head. Uh, Adam Silver, and, and we should point out the NBA has tried to get a cut of sports gambling. They said they, they should get 1% mm. of all bets placed on the NBA. Um, it, and be, uh, Frankie says because Adam Sandler is pro gambling. Uh, Adam Sandler. <laughs> uh, that was stupid. Adam Silver is pro gambling. Do you see the in-season tournament as another avenue to generate revenue for the NBA? Adjust tinfoil hat. A hundred percent right. Yes, yeah. that's what it is. That's exactly what it is. It's more revenue because mid-season people are like, okay, um, I'll come back when this playoff starts to take shape, this middle of the season, who cares? And then all of a sudden it's like, wait, I got to watch this tournament. We might make it in <laughs> instead of, and they can jack up ticket prices for those games because they now mean more. They're, they're tournament, they're, they're tournament games. It's cup. this is NBA cup. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> ticket prices are doubled. Frankie nailed it. That's what it is. This is just a money grab. Uh, 100% money grab. Now I'm fully against this. <laughs> you also said wrong Jew. <laughs> called him Adam Sandler. <laughs> hey, I got another one for that. <laughs> you got me on that one. Yeah. That's a good one. Uh, you want to talk some NFL real quick? 
Uh, well, let's just talk football real quick because this came out this week. Tom Dundon, who was the guy that invested in the AAF, he was their oh, angel yeah. investor that saved them. Uh, he, he came out this week and he's suing them to get his money back. <laughs> he said that his initial investment of, I think it was like 50 to $70 million, something like that, was done under false pretenses and that the <laughs> AAF lied as to how much revenue and how much money they actually had. So he invested based on what they had told him. It was all bullshit. The league folds. And then he's like, wait a second. What the fuck is this? I'm suing you for my money back. You got uh, receipts for that, bro. <laughs> right. Well, that's the hardest part about this is how do you, one, how do you prove it? And yeah. two, it's like, dude, they, there were rumors about them not making payroll. Like how are you reason that you came right. in essentially was because they were having these issues. It wasn't as if it was some sort of surprise. Right. Why are you shocked that that's <laughs> what happened? Like, yes, the league folded because they, they had terrible revenue. It, yeah. They weren't making money. Uh, it, it said right there on the just, final buyer beware final sale, <laughs> like no return policy. Like this is what you see is what you get. So if you think it looks beautiful and it turns out that it's it's cubic, then that's on you, bro. Salesman slapped the AAF and was like, yeah, "This baby right here, as is warranty. Yeah, we, we're going out of it's a going out of business sale, so there's no returns. So just so you know, it's it's on you. He's like. I'm cool with this. <laughs> 70 mil? All right. I got you. I got you. Uh, the NFL is talking about uh, expanding hard knocks. So because of the success of hard knocks and because it's becoming, I don't want to say stale because it's because a different team every year, every but it's the same thing. Desperately doesn't want to be on there. Well, but they're talking about removing the rules where you can actually, there are no, like they could pick anybody to be on hard knocks. Oh, it's not, oh, so it's not like restricted to, oh, well, you did it yeah, two yeah, years ago say, uh, and, and that, you, you sucked enough to get on here. Right. That opens it up to the NFL being like, well, this is a big story in the off season. So that's where hard knocks is going to be because mm. Odell Beckham just signed with the Browns. Yeah, we're going to go to Cleveland again. Who gives a shit? This is going to be a, a crazy story that we got to follow. It is, you know what this is going to do? This is one that's going to put Bill in retirement because it would drive yep. him <laughs> nuts for the NFL to be able to say, oh, you know, under the old rules where you won the Super Bowl, you were never really eligible for it. Now we can be like, oh, Tom had something going on big this week. Tom sprained his toe. We're going to be there. We're going to find out if your injury report is actually real. Well, the other thing they want to do is Leading up to a big game, they want to do like uh, the HBO All Access thing where they do it for the Winter Classic, where they show teams getting ready for it. He's gonna have a solo Bill Cam for a week. <laughs> well, they want to they want to follow both it. teams like leading up to a game, and then like after the game, they would show the the series and how it had all ended up, um, which would be a really fun one. And I I haven't figured out why they haven't done that yet because those all all access shows are awesome. Like leading yeah. up to boxing pay per views and then doing the the Winter Classic, it's fucking great. And to be able to do it like in season, I don't have to wait for August for hard knocks. I get like a little taste of hard knocks during the season. You got to go that route. Yeah, no, I mean, it definitely behooves the NFL to, to push for it. Um, what game would you like to see played if they did that? Like what game would you like them to focus on uh, for, for something like that? There's got to be like a good rivalry game. I would say Brown Steelers would be kind of a good one to see yeah. uh, leading up to that. Um I don't know. Niners Cowboys. Would you want that? If you're for your team, which team? Yeah, would you I mean, want? I guess would it would you want be Niners, Niners Cowboys. Niners Cowboys. But I mean, I know that the Cowboys Redskins are about as close as it gets. Ooh, I'm sorry, Washington. 
Washington and the Cowboys. All right, that definitely would have flipped the flag if we hadn't before. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Washington and Dallas have that that rivalry. That's more of one of the classic ones. I'd be cool with uh, with seeing that one. That'd be a good one to see. Uh, uh, Washington and Dallas I mean, again. On the flip side of having something like uh, Bill Belichick getting in the face of Daniel Snyder for a week, like. Daniel, we're getting a camera on you so you can see him just wild out and be the goofy <laughs> SOB dumb owner that we all know that he is. <laughs> just being like, you know, I can really run this team by myself. Do you think if they did the Patriots on Hard Knocks or on like one of these all access shows, Bill Belichick would purposely tank it by being the most boring individual ever? Like, I think he would like amp up if, his again, boringness. If he didn't, if he didn't quit. Because that's the idea of it. I have the theory that the only reason that they try so hard to win every year is so they don't have to be on hard knocks. <laughs> that's my theory that they that they win just so they don't have to be on hard knocks. They don't care about winning. They just don't want the cameras around for hard knocks. Yeah, because even if you get there, it's like those two teams right. don't have a shot of being on there. So he's like, Whew, uh, guys, we won the AFC. We've done it again. <laughs> Another year off hard knocks. Woo! That's on. Now let's go maybe win this game in a couple you weeks. Know, you know, every team has like their goals board at the beginning of the season. It's just like avoid hard knocks. And then that's the first day. As soon as they qualify for the playoffs, Bill just well, checks no, it off. Number one is do your job. Number two is avoid, avoid hard, hard knocks. knocks. Uh, Matt, Matt says he wants to see 49ers Seahawks or 49ers Rams for the Shanahan and McVay battle. Those, those would those be are, two good ones. Yeah, those are good choices. Ugh, I would hate. Pete Carroll on anything with the Seahawks. I hope the Seahawks are never on hard knocks because be, I said before be your Cardinals of <laughs> right. Of something like, like I've that. always said like uh, uh, hard knocks always makes it endearing to me. I'm like, I actually kind of like this team. I want to see them do well. And if it was the Seahawks and Pete Carroll, I'd be like, oh, this is really hard. Cause I, they're humans. We bond on something. <laughs> I hate Pete Carroll cause he's in my division and you know, that's his rival and you, for whatever reason, we're, we're right there on that one. <laughs> I like it. Uh, all right, one last thing before we wrap up the show. Uh, actually, two. Let's do two quick. These are two quick ones. Uh, UConn made big waves in the NCAA this year by announcing that they are sticking it to UC. Getting out of the AAC. <laughs> They're bailing and heading back to the Big East. All you suckers. We out. <laughs> <laughs> but where it's interesting is the Big East is a basketball conference. None of the schools in the Big East have football. They are all schools that were like, yeah, we can't afford that shit, so we just play <laughs> basketball over here. And UConn has a football team. It's basically just putting them off. Which is, well, that's the question is, what does UConn do? So the, they're going to have to go independent, right? They're not going to be able yeah. to join football only in any conference no. <laughs> coming into this. Nobody would accept them. Unless it was like a smaller tier conference, like, they might be able to wiggle into the Sun Belt, right? Like, like, like the football no. team might stay in the AAC? No, the AAC is basically saying we're not letting you. Uh, yeah, we're saying, not letting you stay them. football only. Like you are out. If you're if you're out, you out. We ain't letting you back in this motherfucker. You're not benefiting from our football schedule. Uh, so they're they're gonna have to go independent to start with, and then try to figure out where to go. Um, but I just love the fact that UC fans are like. We're we're not a stepping stone school. Yeah. We're not mid major, and then UConn is bailing out of your conference because they're like y'all mid major. <laughs> UConn's like basic. UConn's <laughs> like I mean we need some good competition, so we're gonna go over to the Big East. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna go hit up the Big East. We're gonna play a little Big East. Yeah, ball. they're like wow this this league doesn't help our tournament seating or tournament practice at all, and we are way better than you. <laughs> I know I said I, I'd marry you, but. 
I'm not going to leave my wife. <laughs> I, I, I decided I'm going to go back to my wife. I, I, I know I said some things, but I didn't really mean it. And I, I'm, I decided I'm going to stay with her. So I have two questions from this. How long does UConn football last as an independent? It's pretty much after this season they're done, right? Like, yeah. at, Well, whatever their first season as an independent. They just wouldn't be able to they're afford gonna afford to keep it. Well, you can't. I, I, like, it, There are certain schools that are able to schedule as an independent. So you've got Notre Dame, Army, BYU, those are your independent schools. But even no, Notre Dame has yeah, Notre ACC. Dame's with the, has to do so many games. Five games like with five the ACC, oh, yeah. right. Because uh, they're in it with that whole conference. But there are teams that are like strictly independent. I think, I think Army, it's just Army. BYU. Is BYU still independent? They no, were they're Mountain West, right? Oh, I don't know. No. I think it's like Army, Navy, and I think that's it. I don't think Navy's independent. I think Navy's in the AAC. Air Force? Mm. They're Mountain West, too. So what is it, just Army? Oh, now we got to look shit up. This is what you're here for, Joe. You're supposed to look this stuff up. Listen, I don't uh, do follow-up questions. <laughs> I didn't know you were going to ask this in the first place. I didn't know you were going to question my statements here. <laughs> well, you're never right, so the, of course I have to. The independent schools right now are Army, BYU, Liberty, New Mexico State, Notre Dame, and UMass. Those are your independent football schools. Uh, so so, they all so Army. UConn will so Army. Well, I mean, okay, so... UConn goes independent. How long can they actually maintain that? Because it's not like a, like Army. You've got a couple games already built in with mm-hmm. your Commander in Chief trophy, so you you don't have to fill out a full schedule. Um, I guess BYU is the closest one that it's like. How the fuck are you getting a full schedule, BYU? Because you're not a I, team that's. As soon as you listed, I'm like, wait, what? BYU? How they? I could have swore they there? were like Mountain West with like. I yeah, think they I thought were, they were too. I think they were, and then they left Nevada the conference. And, uh, I think they, they what? They thought they were too good. Well, Don't beat Boise State. They're BYU, baby. They're the Mormons, <laughs> uh, the nicest fans I have ever encountered. Uh, the fighting Mormons. I went to BYU Notre Dame, and man, those fans were the nicest people. <laughs> like, they would turn around and be like, that was a good play. I was like, I know. What are you? That, Shut up. What are you, a Cardinals fan cheering <laughs> for pools? Get the hell out of here. Hey. That's not how this dynamic works. You don't get to congratulate me on this. I'm supposed to rub this in your face. You were taking all the fun out of this, you asshole. Uh, (laughs) uh, All right, so I think UConn football folds within a year after going independent. Yeah, it wouldn't last much longer. And from the school's perspective, this is such a fuck you to the football program that it's like, uh, yeah, we're going to this basketball conference. We'll figure you out later. Like (laughs) if you if you make it, they basically went. Uh, Ivan Drago just went. If he dies, he dies. <laughs> <laughs> that's the the U, uh, UConn Board of Regents stance on UConn football. Yeah, that's just true. Ivan Drago. <laughs> Whatever happens. <laughs> uh, real quick before we wrap up the show, this week uh, tomorrow Saturday, they are doing a forty yards of gold tournament. Have you heard about this yet? No. It is like some of the fastest NFL players oh. completing competing in a playoff style forty yard dash tournament. Yeah, I guess I kind of did hear about that. I have no idea who's it. I think uh, I think Chad it's, Johnson it's put on by Chad Johnson. So Chad Johnson is like the he's going to be like the host. The host probably mm. race the guy whoever wins just because <laughs> he raced a tiger and an ostrich once or whatever it was. <laughs> he did. Didn't or he race? Horse. Didn't he? Yeah. He raced like a 30 yard horse. head start yeah, yeah. and yeah. he still lost. Uh, well, I mean, it's a goddamn horse. So yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna lose that one. Ocho. <laughs> uh, but there's uh there's some big names that are actually in this tournament and I'm trying to pull it up right now because I remember looking through the Mike bracket and the horse like, is Matt Stoney? <laughs> 
I was like, I think he's Chad Johnson got a thirty yard head start. I think he's got this one on the horse, and he lost. Uh, Ted Gid Jr. is in this one. Uh, Alvin Kamara is going to be racing in this. Uh, Marquise Goodwin. Uh, yeah, so that's what I'm saying. I knew there was some Niners that were in it because who else? Dante I, Jackson. My uh, oh my God! Quit shifting this. There's a like a banner that keeps changing. John Franklin the third is in this. Uh, I don't even know how you can see this. Is this pay per view? Sure. Wait, did you say John Franklin the third? Yep. Is he the guy that was on Last Chance U that like got kicked off of Auburn? He might have been. Like he got kicked off at of Auburn, oh. and then he went to Last Chance oh, the U. Googling. Yep. <laughs> now I gotta Google really fast because we're running out of time. Oh snaps! Here we go. I gotta see this. John Franklin. Uh, I think he is. Is he the Last Chance U guy? He might be. I'm trying to pull which, it up, which <laughs> brings up the thing: Last Chance U. Season two in Indy oh. with Mister. When does uh, that start? Mister. Already had to quit. Yeah. Where to go? Yes. He, uh, Franklin transferred to East Mississippi Community College after the 2014 Boom. season. Oh, man. That's our dude. That's who we got to cheer for that's, this that's one. That's the betting thing. Oh, there we go. All right. Fantastic. Uh, so, Matt says it's $40 pay per view. Oh, uh, $40 pay per view? <laughs> See, I'll pay $40 for bare knuckle fighting, but I don't know if I'll pay $40 yeah. to watch, watch people run, run in spandex. 40 yards yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's what people run. Unless there's like dudes talking shit during the thing <laughs> or they might fight, then I'm uh, on board. Running backwards to the finish because they were that far ahead. I'll just, I'll find a Facebook live feed of this one. They don't, they don't have one. anything to do. They don't have to do anything <laughs> with John Franklin. They'll just go to Last Chance You and pull yeah, right? <laughs> Reddit's got me. You think, you think uh, Brittany's going to be there to watch John Franklin? Nah. Uh, well, then I'm out. I don't even care. He can lose. I don't give a shit. All right. Let's get into Consumer Candid this week. Consumer Candid brought to you, as always, by Tavor. Uh, guys, we drink just about every beer except the ones that Scott brings back for us uh, from Tavor. <laughs> Download the Tavor app now. Use the code 258023. That's 258023 on the payments and credit screen before placing your first order. You're going to get $10 off your second. Stock up that beer fridge today with Tavor. Scott, tell them about morning recovery because I think I'm going to need some tomorrow oh, or today. I, gotta do I got that. you. Morning recovery. You got me, uh, uh, I, also brought to you about more laughs. I scrolled back up because I was like, you know oh, what? Wait, you know what's crazy? You know what's crazy is I didn't forget to do that radio <laughs> like you always do. Because uh, uh, it would also brought to you by more laughs. I'm not lives. a starter. I'll just miss the, <laughs> the playoff series in the midseason. Look, when you get effed up like we do on this show, all you need to do is drink one bottle of morning recovery while you're partying, bounce back quickly to start the morning guaranteed money back guarantee go to morelabs.com use the code sports at checkout you're gonna get 20% off your non-subscription purchase do it it's a miracle elixir good I love that and be on the lookout they got this new product coming out we're about to Show it off real soon. Mm, the focus. The focus. Mm, the focus oh. drink. I can't wait for that because my ass sits at work and I'm like, what's up for the show? What's up for the show? Oh, I got to do work. What's up for the show? I got to do work. What's up? I can't wait to just focus in on the show and be like, <laughs> <laughs> work and wait. Uh, yeah. Consumer to can it. What do you got, Scott, on the on special lady friend? All the way consume uh, from that first crack the smell uh, and it nailed all the flavors and taste that it said it was going to come with. Really good. Uh, it, it, it tastes like a sweet IPA, which dude, no lies on the zero IBUs. Yeah, it is. There is no bite to this beer. It no. finishes so crisp, so clean, fantastic. Definitely consuming Love this it. one. Consume as well. it, uh, Joe. You gonna consume or can this one? Consume. Yep. Good job, Joe. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> such a good. Nailed he it. just nails this every time. Consume, triple consume for special lady friend uh, hazy IPA. Shout from out to Maryland Jailbreak Brewing in Maryland. Uh, everybody says it's a shitty place to buy beer, but apparently it's not a shitty place to make beer. Cause... Yeah, not a shitty place to smuggle it back. From. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, all right, let's do our would you rather poll for this week. Uh, Joe. Well, actually, well, before we do that, uh, this week's would you rather poll, uh, Joe proposed it. Would you rather have a $400 million dinger slinger on your team or have two $200 million aces in your, uh, your lineup? Scott, you're going aces. Oh, without a doubt. I'm going aces as well. Uh, Joe, how do the people vote? The people of America voted incorrectly <laughs> and voted 85% aces. So basically, everybody understands how to construct shout out a baseball to, <laughs> Shout out to me, Tyson, Scott, Brendan Boyle, and Andrew James for being the smartest people on the planet. It's supposed to be a private poll. You can't reveal Listen, listen. Shout out to them. They're the greatest people ever. New top fans coming Go next ding- week, y'all. Go Dinger Slingers. <laughs> Tang Dinger Dinger Slingers. I love this. That's such a good term. I need this to go viral using the term Dinger Slingers. That's that is yeah. the yeah. greatest. Okay, term. what what if? What if? Real quick, what if? What if they change the name from DH to the DS? I mean Dinger Slinger. Get position. rid of pitchers. I want a Dinger Slinger on my now team. Now we're coming in bet. Dinger <laughs> Slinger. Right. The Dinger Slinger. Uh, like that's so, how they bring it up. But for real though, Come what on. if what if they change it from designated hitter to Dinger Slinger position? I'm I'm on board. I want that yes, I want that position named Dinger Slinger. And we get all the revenue? Yes. Cool. Absolutely. I and mean, then we make him change jersey number we sell every that week, so we sell more. <laughs> Get that money, too. I don't even... You know what? They don't even have to give us all the revenue. Give me a cut of that revenue. Like just 1%. Give the, show, give the show a cut of that revenue for Dinger Slinger. Mm, on board. We'll be on Easy Sweet. Easy Sweet. Easy sweet. <laughs> we'll be on so Easy like, Sweet. I make like easy 0.2 cents. I make... Point two cents off every time. <laughs> every time you use the term Dinger Slinger on an MLB broadcast... We get paid. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have it on all of my clothing and do the whole... <laughs> uh, just be sitting there rocking it up, banger slinger clothing line. We, we sponsor the greatest DH probably in the game, and he is... Our Danger Slinger representative. It's the Crawford Sports Danger Slinger. Oh, oh, that's that's this is our in, and he hits it into our tunnel spots <laughs> for home runs. Our flaps. So he's not really a Danger Slinger. He's a he's a slap hitter from Japan that can hit the singles. That's cool. I'll hit Ichiro. What up, Ichiro? You want to be the Crawford Sports Danger Slinger? He's already got a built-in brand. We got the most boring Dinger Slinger. Shohei, Shohei Otani, what's up? You the Dinger Slinger? He slapped least, that one down the line. And... This week's Dinger, the Dinger Slinger of the Week, presented is, by Craft Brew Sports, is running, running bunt man who can aim his bunts really well into these holes. This has been a goddamn good show. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Scott, it was good to have you back in studio, Good to be man. back, guys. I missed uh, it. Maybe next week I'll get the read. Well, no, because we won't be here next week. Next week we're oh, going to be yeah, off right, because it's July. America's Day. We're going to be too busy watching hot dog eating competitions God and not doing... Get, get over here. And <laughs> get my boy on my lap. But everybody keep an eye out. We might have something going live to where you could win in two weeks. Oh, a little something, something. A little something, something. Keep your eyes peeled to the socials. You know, subscribe, rate, and review to all the podcasts and the Facebooks <laughs> and all the socials. And the Danger Slangers. And those socials. Uh, if, you guys, if you guys are wanting, uh, hit us up on Twitter at Craft Sports and on Instagram at Craft Sports. You can follow Scott at Scott K underscore junior. Follow me at Mike Burlon. You can follow Joe at Joe Goalie for uh, the drunk line. You can text it, leave a voicemail. Eventually, we'll be able to play in 44037Drunk. <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you for sharing the show. This is a great time. I think next the next time we're in, we might 
be back in a new studio. Ooh, it's looking like Ooh. a new studio. Next new time we're view. back in here, it's gonna be it's gonna be fantastic. It's gonna be mm-hmm. legit views from above. Gonna be legit. It's gonna All be all that cord management with the twisty <laughs> ties is gonna be looking so Chris. clean, so fresh and so clean. Like my boy Andre Three Thousand once said, so fresh and so clean. Thank you guys for tuning in. Cheers, everybody. Peace. We out. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. Nothing feels as good as making others feel good. Those so-called feel-good holiday films? They can't hold a gingerbread-scented candle to the feeling of giving them something that gives them all the feels. Make this December one to remember. Together. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.